This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome back, happy hour listeners. Now, I know I said this last week, but we're going to do it again, and we're going to be doing things a little bit differently because we're not having a guest today. Rachel and I just thought we're going to hop on here and give a good old-fashioned recap for you all, which I need to preface it with this. It feels very strange to be doing this and get caught up in the show when everything has gone down in the past week and a half within the franchise, but Rachel... It is a job. We are professionals most of the time. So here we go. But I do have to say, Rachel just showed me she's drinking some Bordeaux um, with some good old tinfoil on the t- <laughs> Becca, do you call this tinfoil? Tinfoil. Oh, I just say foil. I've never heard. So- I mean, it, it is tinfoil. I've just never heard somebody use the full name. <laughs> Got to give it the proper. Wait, do you say aluminum or aluminium? Aluminium. Uh, okay. The fact that you can't say it, <laughs> it's aluminum. <laughs> Somebody the other day said aluminum, and I thought they were talking about a rocket ship or something. I was like, what the hell are you what? talking what? about? Where were they from? Yeah. Um, but pro tip here for anyone who loves to drink some champagne, stock up on your Bordeaux. Don't put the tinfoil on the top. Just stick a spoon in it, and it'll keep the bubbles. 
keeps it fresh. Rachel, before we get into all that we saw go down with hometowns, you know, we will get into, I don't even want to say the drama. There was really no drama during oh. hometowns, but I just want to check in with you as a friend. Overall, how are you doing? How's your head? How's your heart? Everything. Um, you know, I was okay. Uh, initially, I'm I'm not 100% okay now. Just more like just sad as humanity. Mm-hmm. Just like that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. It's just sad the way people think. Um, and I don't care what side you're on on this. It's just sad. We are so divided. Like to be a t- link to a story, to be part of a story, and then to see how... And I lived it. I was in it, you know? So like, it doesn't get more truthful to me and the other person, Chris, that was involved in it. And just to see how people are twisting things and like kind of like adding their own flair to the story. And it's getting so far away from what originally happened. It's just disheartening. The name calling, the accusations, the assumptions, the misconceptions, the stereotypes. It's just, um, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, you know, but if you think it's going to make me stop doing the things that I'm doing, you got me effed up. All it does is embolden and empower me. I, I know my brand. I know who I am. I know what I stand for. And I'm never going to stop, you know, standing for those things. Nor will I stop doing my job, which at the end of the day, that's exactly what I was doing. My damn mm-hmm. job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and to your point, through all of this, you have handled things with so much class, with so much grace. You, I think I said this on the po- the top of the podcast last week, but you are a fighter and you are such a good friend. And I mean, uh-huh. I, I'm always inspired by you. I'm always just in awe of you and your, and your presence and how you carry yourself and you continue to fight for what is right. And so for me personally, I just, I'm giving you a virtual hug and I want you just to know Thank how much you. I still look up to you and respect you and, um, just keep being you. Keep shining. Your support is everything. Thank you, Becca. You're of always course. so sweet. <laughs> You're always so sweet. And this is why I love you, Rachel Lindsay. I just I love, love you in the podcast. Too. We have the good weeks. We have the bad weeks. We have drama. We have zero drama. Whatever it could be, the ups and the downs, you know, we got each other. So I think with that being said, we'll put our little um, therapy session aside and just get into it, right? Because You're right. it was hometowns. And I want to say something. Give it to me. The reason we don't have a guest is because nobody wanted to recap this episode. Mm-hmm. You know why? It was boring with a capital B. <laughs> it's the most linear episode I've ever seen in all my bachelor years. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. I kept, Becca, tell me if you feel the same way. <laughs> I kept waiting for something to happen. I kept rewinding it. Oh, I must have missed what he said. Okay, I have this, 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 must have missed it. No, you didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. And I mean, I guess that's, I, it's, it's almost like they were all the same hometowns, just put in a different parent, a different sister, a different, you know, contestant. But it was all the same. The same conversations, the same responses. Right? Yeah, there it was. It was there was no pizzazz. There was no, no juice. It, and it's so interesting because all season I feel like there's been so much drama and so much cattiness and just heaviness that I'm like, I just want a normal episode. You know, like I just want the love stories. And now, now that we have it, we're like, wait, where's the drama? What are we watching? Be careful people? what you ask for. Exactly, this was not it. You know what? If Serena P hadn't self eliminated, 
nothing would have happened. There would have been really nothing at all. And and I don't know if it's due to the fact that like they can't travel home and there's no. they can't really show where they grew up. It's like it's hard to bring a city and a hometown to Nemecolon. But it was just, yeah. I I mean, at one point, I mean, not even at one point. For most of it, I just kind of zoned out and I was like, oh, you know, yeah. I'll take some pictures, paint my nails, do whatever I gotta do. But um tell me I this. Mean, I guess this is the moment where the love stories really are coming out. Um, did you long for the cardboard I- taxi? <laughs> I know I did. I said, damn it, Rachel, you spoke too soon. I longed for the days of the cardboard taxi. <laughs> I Tasha's hometowns, we might have joked about them, but there was some pizzazz, as you say. Mm-hmm. There it was interesting. There was it was fun. There was character to it. Um, I, I don't know. Like, even though they were only on the little La Quinta property, Matt had an opportunity to be bigger and better. It seems like they left the property a bit mm-hmm. and it still was just so flat. Even Rachel falling out of the sky onto her face. It still was anticlimactic. I don't mm-hmm. know. There was just nothing Nothing did it for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. You know what? I think this is a good point to just walk down memory lane because I feel like what we lived was maybe way more exciting than what we saw go down. Wait. So why not, why not yes. take a step back to the old wonder years, if you will, when you were... On, well, I want to get both into when you were on Nick's season for your hometown date and then when you were bachelorette on those. So on Nick's season, you brought him to church, correct? Yes. To your hometown. What was your favorite part about showing him around? Um, I was really eager to take Nick to church because even though I wasn't well-versed on Bachelor before my season, I figured this was something... Well, one, I knew a Black person had never made it this far. I never had a hometown. So I knew whatever Mm -hmm. I was doing was going to be very new to this audience. So I really wanted to show him what a typical Sunday was like for me which was church, which was so much fun. Even I remember the cast and crew were like, thank you so much for taking us to church. It mm-hmm. was, we had a blast. Like Nick was clapping. He wanted to dance. And I was like, <laughs> chill out. Like, you know, like don't embarrass me in front of these mm-hmm. folks. I actually come back here every Sunday. You on the other hand could be just a visitor. I don't know where this is going to go. Um, then we went to brunch at a hotel Zaza, which I don't even know if that brunch is still popping, but it was popping back, back in 2016 when I went. And which is typical, you go to church, you go to brunch with friends, maybe you watch mm-hmm. some football. And then we went to my parents' house because sometimes that's what we do is Sunday lunch or Sunday dinner. And it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I The girls had a lot of emotion. I don't remember being that emotional. They all were crying. See what I'm saying? They all cried. Everything was the same. Yes. You cry, you cry, you cry. You have a boring hometown. You have a boring hometown. Everything was so linear. My Mm -hmm. God. I wasn't emotional like that. I was just so happy to see my family. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember there was a big game on that day. It was Packers maybe and somebody else. Maybe it was Packers and Calvin. I I can't remember. The big game on. So it was like, we kept sneaking away to watch the game. But no, my hometown was fun. It was easy. Nick fit in in a very effortless way. Mm-hmm. Um, we ate a little soul food. We had good conversation. Uh, my parents, my family kept it real. I loved it. Mm-hmm. What about yours? There, Well, there's just something to be said for being back 
where you grew up. Like Mm -hmm. driving down and being able to point out, that's my school. That's where I had my first kiss. That's where I got in a car crash. Whatever it might be. There's just something special about that, that the past two seasons, it's just lacking. Um, what did I do? So when I brought Ari to my hometown, we went apple picking, which oh yeah, which is something I I grew up doing with my family all the time. And the orchard that I took him to was amazing because not only could we pick apples, but they had this slingshot. I don't even know if this aired, but we had a massive slingshot where you could put the apples in and try to hit the targets. But the day that we filmed, it was freezing it was snowing it was so cold i got there i was like i don't even know if there's gonna be apples to pick like art department's gonna really have to show up overtime because (laughs) it was so frozen um ended up working out we just sat and drank whiskey in front of the fire and made caramel apples but yeah i mean doing a hometown in minnesota in the winter is not the easiest um but i think it was i didn't cry i I was so excited to just see my family like the fact that they you know there's like so much wait like stop and go stop and go and wait I was sitting out in the car in front of my mom's house for maybe 45 minutes before I could actually meet him to walk up and I was so antsy I was like I'm quitting the show now like I just want to run in there I want to see my family um but it was just special it was just there's something about being like seeing all of your family's artwork and being at the kitchen table that you grew up where there's crayon and marker stains all over that just make it special. But my favorite part, and this I didn't even realize in the moment until it aired back later. Um, there was a part which, all, you know, if it, what is, what's the saying? Um, in hindsight, everything is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where I was sitting down with my mom talking about, you know, like how this could potentially end and, and, you know, we are falling for each other and could, this could end in an engagement. My mom looks at me and she just goes, no, (gasps) that's all she said. Nope. Shakes her head. And that I think now, because hindsight was probably one of my favorite moments. Cause I think in that moment, moment she knew that it wasn't going to work out or like it, it wasn't totally right or there. Um, but yeah, it just, Mother knows best. It's so funny that you say that because I kept looking for my parents to be like, no, this ain't it. Snap out of it. And they were like, he's cool. And I thought, (laughs) no, you are the reality that is supposed to check the situation. So Mm -hmm. I remember walking away being like, oh my gosh, my parents liked him a lot. My family liked him. They were very accepting of him. They were supposed to check me and, and bring me back to reality. Right. And they were like, no, this is what you want. This is great. And I was completely thrown off about that. It's funny that you talk about waiting outside of your, your um, family home. We waited for almost two hours really? outside of my home. Do you know why? Why? Do you know why? Was because it? my sister, in true sister. older sister Constance fashion, wore a shirt that was meringue on camera. <laughs> and they told her not to wear that shirt. She picked this outfit out. She's taken the time, the money, and she wanted to wear it. Put her on camera, doesn't work. She spent two hours upset and like venting and angry over the fact she couldn't wear the shirt until finally she picked out the shirt that she was wearing. Then my sister, against the advice of my mother and my younger sister, decided to announce her pregnancy during my hometown as well. It ain't about Rachel. It's about my sister. I remember thinking, I remember I started Nick and I was like, well, if this ain't showing you how the family is, I don't know what, I don't know what else is. 
I totally made the whole hometown about herself. I love that only because I feel like that compared to my sister and I, that would have totally been me. Totally. But if I would have waited two hours, because you know, it's like everything has to be filmed within a certain time. Like you, you can't go all night filming. I would have been so, I would have walked in that house and be like, take your top off or you're not coming on. You're not coming to the state. Like do what you got to do. I should have. I should have. Um, Okay, the who was your favorite? Because we we obviously had four hometowns when it came to when we were bachelorette. Don't want to go through all of them. Who was your favorite? Like for me personally, when I was lead. No, when you we were the lead as the bachelorette. Oh. <laughs> um, who was your favorite hometown? I would say Blake. Probably was that Betty Who? That was Betty Who. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah. There's yeah, no gotta be. Betty Who. I mean, honestly, I, w- I had more of a hometown, I think, with Betty Who. Like, her and I just had a moment. We were laying on the floor, like, rolling around, singing, dancing. But I, and I don't get, I think it's because I don't get completely surprised and shocked ever really in my life mm-hmm. that that was the first time where I was, like, speechless, like, what the hell is my life right now? Because she's so like your one of your favorite artists, right? Mm-hmm. She is, and I think it's and and I think he knew that because coming back from a date prior to that, we were in the van for like fifteen minutes driving back to a hotel, and I mentioned her, and I think he went to his producer and was like, "Hey, she loves Betty. Who? How can we make this happen?" And they, the powers that be, somehow got her and shout out to Betty. Who you are incredible, by the way. Um, yeah, I was blown away. I did not. I thought we were going to go to his high school and play basketball or something. I was like, oh, this will be fun. I don't like him. I'll do whatever. Well, and then the know? fact that it was Betty who I almost fell over. Like, I, I think I drew blood on his arm because I was so shocked because I like spun around. And I was like, what? I'm so excited. That's yeah. pretty awesome. I mean, I would say mine is Brian's and not even because I ended up with him, but it gave me a taste of who he is. And then we did little things that I would love to do in real life, like Mm-hmm. explore the city we explored a certain area of miami and then he introduced me to um a food a, Col- a certain colombian food and then we were like walking the street and then we stopped and like bought like little trinkets and stuff then we went dancing to live music which is one of my favorite oh, things to do that. and so i was just like oh i love just like the flavor of all of this and it was just mm-hmm. a lot of fun and it felt very despite the cameras despite being mic'd, and if it was an actual tv show it felt very real life mm-hmm. and it felt very comfortable and effortless. And I was like, yeah, this Who's is, I would family? have hated if he had taken me to like on a yacht and shown me like the, the, the more glamorous side of Miami. That's just like all the fluff and, mm-hmm. you know, just very stereotypical Miami. He mm-hmm. showed me the heart of Miami, like us yeah. playing dominoes. He listened. I love playing dominoes. Mm-hmm. Like playing Domino's Domino Park and all of that. Like that to me was like, oh, you hear me, you know? Get right. me. That's why it's always interesting when I watch some hometowns when like somebody will go horseback riding or bungee jumping or like you said, on a yacht. It's like, but are you doing this in real life? Like, isn't this supposed to be all encompassing of who you are at home? And so I never understand. Maybe it's just like they ran out of content. I don't know. No ideas. But um. Yeah, I would have loved that day too. Just exploring a city and and having somebody show you like their favorite go-to spots. Absolutely. Whose family were you most nervous to meet? Brian's. Mm -hmm. Hands down Brian. Because of his mom and... Because of his mom. What he told me, he was my first hometown that I had. Um, 
Yeah, between his mom and the first hometown. And I, I distinctly remember thinking, these could be my in-laws. So mm-hmm. I really want to make a good impression. Yeah. Like I was nervous even walking up. I remember, and it's so weird now to think about it because I go to that house all the time. But I remember mm-hmm. standing around the corner, we were walking and then I stopped and I was like, no, 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 wait, wait. It's just like, give me a second. Just give me a second. Because I was thinking these could be my in-laws. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have that same thought with the other ones. Right. Like I was nervous, but I was really nervous for Brian's and he'll, mm-hmm. and he'll reference that too. Wait, who was your top four? Brian, Peter, Eric, Dean. Eric so, was the fourth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Eric's was fun too. Um, and obviously Dean's was the most awkward. Right. But my role in Dean's was more of like, I wanted to make him feel comfortable because he was mm-hmm. so uncomfortable and worried about what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I felt, it, took, it was like a matronly role. I was just like, I just want him to know. And it was fine. Right. But I wanted him to know I'm okay. Everything's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just go meet your family. We'll have a good time. And I wanted him to know like, it's okay. We're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing's weird. It's all good. <laughs> and, um, and he made it through. And he made it through. It was fine. I actually through. enjoyed it. Um, until it just got like crazy towards the end. Let's just get into it with these ladies. We let, I feel like it's not going to take us long or it it, like, yeah. Did you have a favorite? Did somebody stick out to you? Um, my favorite would have been, I liked Serena's only because I felt like she actually brought a piece of home with her on her date. Like all the other ones didn't feel like anything unique to them. It's like anyone can go biking. Anyone can go skydiving well, Michelle's, I, I actually really did like Michelle's date. The biking? No, not that. I forgot about that. I probably dozed off. The kids. Oh, the, oh that is. I, <laughs> Rachel, I totally forgot about that. Well, I don't blame you. But the kids was, I thought, oh, whoever planned this, this is a really, really cute idea. Yeah, that was sweet. That was sweet. I am. Um, and honestly, it felt like she didn't exactly know if, like who was all going to show up? Like mm-hmm. if the entire class is going to be there? Yeah, I can't believe I cut that part. <laughs> but no, yeah, no, I get it. That part was wonderful. And then yeah, I think Serena P is just because it felt like something different and unique. It was to her. cute. I will say, I too, Matt James, call the hat that is currently on my head a toboggan. No, no, Rachel, it's a sled. No. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this is something that's with black folks. When Matt said it, I said, yeah, that is what we call this on our head is a toboggan. I mean, a beanie. Yes, I know. But we also say toboggan. So when Matt said it, I go, yes, <laughs> that's what we say. I did an Instagram poll on my story maybe three weeks ago about this because I always call it a beanie. Canadians mm-hmm. call it what a toque. And then somebody, some random person was like, no, it's a toboggan. And I was like, black. So I guess. I mean, is it a Southern thing? Because I don't know. And maybe it's a Southern thing. But I, when he said it, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we call it. A toboggan. I had this whole debate with my uncle because he went like back in the roots of how it, it started being called this. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just, all I know is a toboggan is what you put your ass in. Well, we don't, down, I mean, no. except for what's happening right now in Texas. We don't typically use toboggans, mm-hmm. so we don't know anything about that. You know? Also, if yeah. you're listening to this podcast and you're in Texas, we hope you are safe. We hope that you are somewhere where, that is warm, that has power. But, Becca, 
Mm-hmm. Shout out to Maya. This one's for you, Maya. Maya has given us the definition of a toboggan. <laughs> it is one of a vast array of words used to describe a knit hat. Oh. Because of the freezing condition, conditions, toboggan riders are often, oh gosh, I cannot read. Because of the freezing conditions, toboggan riders often wore knit hats to keep warm. These hats soon became known as toboggan hats. But since at least 1929, the second word has been dropped, meaning they are just called toboggans. Interesting. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Also, black folks say it. (laughs) (laughs) When I think of a toboggan, I don't know why this pops into my head, is Care Bears. Like, was That's it? I'd like to show you something. Hold on a second. (laughs) Okay, what do you have to show me, Rachel? Okay, since you mentioned toboggans and Care Bears, I'd like to show you something. Stop. I feel like I had one. I wonder if my mom still has one. He looks a little disheveled, but this is Grumpy. He's from (laughs) 1985. I'm pretty sure he's probably worth something now. Well, now, now that he's yours, it definitely is. Um, do you sleep with him every night? Yes. Um, when <laughs> coppers not trying to attack him. And this, you mentioned Care Bears, but maybe that's why I have a love for toboggans. Maybe that's why I called them that. Because <laughs> we're all here. We have um, Grumpy here with us today. Grumpy, how did you feel about hometowns? His face Crickets? says it all. Crickets. I get it. I feel you, man. How did I not know that you slept with the camera? I talk about sleeping with my blankie all the time and people give me so much crap for it. But you also have a vice. I'm grumpy. I'm grumpy. Now, if he's really is worth a lot of money, I'm selling him. <laughs> <laughs> How does Brian feel about him? He moves him to the side, but he's around. He's around. He's still, he's still here. He's the he's, first man in your life. He's the first man in my life. 1985. Grumpy. And the uh, name fits. Um, okay. So we, we, <laughs> we have gone down <laughs> the wrong path between vitamin to vegemin and grumpy. I'm revealing all the things that I, that I love <laughs> outside of bachelor nation. I don't even want to like break down these dates, like the activities. I just want to get into like the families and the conversations. What yeah, family let's go. I'm following all, your lead. All four of these. What family stuck out to st- Whoa. St- Oh my gosh, I'm turning into Rachel. I cannot talk stuck out to you the most. Or did anyone ask like a really good question? I guess Michelle. Maybe because she was first. Michelle. Michelle's family stood out. They seemed to care. Um, her, whatever she went through in the last relationship, you could tell her family was very much so involved. So she's very close to them. Uh, it seems like she leaned on them when she, um, was going through it. They mm-hmm. seemed to like really be concerned about that, but also were very perceptive of how she was feeling with Matt. Like the mom was like, I'm paying attention to how he looks at you. Mm-hmm. And then she was kind of asking the questions before Michelle was was even able to talk about it. Like she just knew. Like they were very much so in sync. They got it. Um I just like Michelle. She she is very I would have guessed she was a teacher before I knew. She just seems very like she gives off that vibe, very warm. You just seem like you're comfortable with her. Mm-hmm. There's no airs about her. What you see is what you get. Very it's things just seem effortless with her. I like mm-hmm. Michelle. I do and too. And her family. She, yeah. It, it felt like watching 
the way that they interacted. It's not over the top. It's not like in your face. She like her family really, truly, maybe it's the Minnesota kind of reminded me of how mine was like just very even keeled would ask the right questions. Like it wasn't, you know, they were a little bit hesitant of maybe like how the show was running, but still like open and trusting their daughter. I do like how they were like, we trust our daughter. Like, you know, yeah. if she's feeling this way, then we'll go with it. We will accept the relationship, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think out of all of the families, I I liked um, Serena's sister because she was the first one to call her out and be like, hey, I don't see it with you. There's no pizzazz. Something's missing. I liked it too. Which I think it's so easy and... Granted, like, I can't put myself in my family's shoes because I'm the one who went on the show. But I think it's very easy for people to feel like they want this love story to work out. And it's like this beautiful, perfect, like, extravagant situation <laughs> where they want, they, they of course, want the loved one to find a partner. But the fact that she's like, I don't know, you just seem different. It's not like you're you're not all in. I'm glad that she had that moment because had her sister and her mom not had that conversation, I don't know if she would have sent herself home. Do you? No, you're right. That's that is what I was trying to get from my family. Like a reality check. I mean, I liked <laughs> Nick, but I thought that they would have checked me, mm-hmm. like her family checked her. And I guess they were like, nah, you look like you really like this man. We're just gonna let you go. Yeah. yeah, I thought, I, I absolutely agree with you. If um, if Serena didn't get that from her family, I don't know if she would have been able to see it. And that's the beauty of hometowns. I think that's the bigger picture is your family is your reality check. They're not living in the bachelor bubble. They They don't understand what it is to go through this accelerated version of finding your person and falling mm-hmm. in love. You can tell I've been watching Grey's Anatomy that I just said my person. I mean, I know <laughs> Serena P said it too, and I actually really don't like when people say that, but right. I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Shout out to Christina and um, Meredith, Christina Yang and Meredith Grey, who are each other's persons. Best, best friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I liked that. Serena would have been my second pick of a favorite hometown just because... There seemed to be of like, let's just like cut the BS and get right to it. Serena, this mm-hmm. ain't for you. Mm-hmm. And kudos to Serena for taking that and then actually saying that's true. Mm-hmm. Kudos to Serena for being able to like take that in and say, oh, no, I was saying a lot of times you see other families try to tell the contestant, hey, you know, like, I don't really see it. Or are you sure? And they just kind of brush that off because of what they're feeling in the bubble. Serena said, I'm going to listen to my people. My people know me. They get me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she made her decision thereafter. When they sit down and she's, you know, kind of hesitant about how she's feeling with him. And he he just goes, "Um, just trust me. Just trust me. Was there a disconnect there? Because I'm sitting there as a viewer being like, She's trying to tell you how she's feeling right now. She's like not fully in. She doesn't know how she totally feels. But for you to just say, just trust me, seems like a very odd response, correct? Yes. There seems to be a disconnect with Matt and all the women except for Rachel, Mm -hmm. Um, which it was interesting that he came back and then said all those things because there wasn't a disconnect at that point. Yeah, it was weird. It's like, I don't know if he took it as she was hesitant because 
she was thinking, oh, he still has three other women. I don't know. I I was looking at it like, oh, she wants out and she just can't fully say it right now. And he's like still trying to convince her. But I don't even think he was aware that that was happening. Like, it was just strange. But then, but then when um, they actually sit down for her to leave, when, when he said goodbye, it didn't seem choppy when he's just like, okay, well, can I walk you out? Or can you walk me out? There was like no, like I could tell he was upset but do you think it was because he was gutted or because he was this was one of the first girls who really self-eliminated besides kit i think that he felt embarrassed that he said came to her room took that time extra time to come and talk to her and then she was like yeah and she said you're not my person Mm -hmm. she could have just said you know what like i'm not ready she Mm -hmm. said it's not even that i'm not ready i don't see it with you like, that was kind of harsh. She didn't say it harsh, but it was, like, very direct. But which I liked. I like appreciated she, that. Oh, loved it. Loved that she was so matter-of-fact about it. She mm-hmm. didn't beat around the bush. She was just like, nope, it's not you. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that caught him off guard. Now, and you see that he was kind of, like, taken aback. There was the silence. And then in the car, he seemed upset. And then we saw the emotion from him. Mm-hmm. And there, my voice kind of goes up. The emotion? But the question mark from him, I'm convinced they took that from something else. That just didn't flow quite right with me. I said, where's this tear coming from? You haven't given Serena P anything or Brie mm-hmm. or Michelle this whole time. He's very dry. Mm-hmm. And, and I, find, I find this all very interesting. We've clearly seen him weeks ago tell Rachel that he's falling in love with her. But he won't tell any of the other women that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do y'all want us to do with this here? Well, which is interesting because I felt like when I was the lead, I was very, I I knew I didn't want to tell anyone I loved them until it was at the very end. Like there was Mm -hmm. one person left, but I had conversations with, with the team about it. Cause a lot of, uh, a lot of the producers had worked on similar seasons. So they're like, okay, you know, we saw so-and-so say, I love you to two people. We saw, so it's like, where's the balance? Like, usually I feel like if they give one hand, they have to give the other. So it leaves the audience wondering. And right now it's like, yeah. Very apparent. He's like, don't want to say it to them just yet. Well, you said it to Rachel. So, right. and early on a first one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. For me, I didn't mind saying I was, like, my top four, I told all of them that I was falling in love with them because I was, you know, mm-hmm. like, I had feelings for them and I was falling, but I only told one person I was actually in love with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, I did. I had love for all of my top four in yeah. different ways, and it all meant something different. And for me, I didn't even think about like what that could mean, you know, in the, when making a TV show, I Mm -hmm. was very much so in the moment. So if I felt it, I said it because I didn't want to have any regrets. If I said it to you, I meant it wholeheartedly. And I didn't want to go back to my room and think, ooh, I wish I would have said it. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about, ooh, this could be bad for the person I choose at the end and I watch it. Because I wanted you to know that every, what you saw was real. Mm-hmm. And if I chose you, that means I chose you feeling everything and still said, but it's you out of all these people. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give myself fully um, in whatever way that I wanted to with each person. Yeah. I wanted, see, and I was so, I think I was so scarred from my time on The Bachelor where I knew oh, like he had yeah. said it to multiple people. So I was so guarded. 
But if I was just to go like balls to the walls and say, I would have told Blake like week two, you know, the scene in Elf where he's like, I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. That's how I felt where the producers were like, oh, maybe rein it in a little bit. Like, don't yeah. give all of your cards away right away two weeks in and then have whatever. I mean, obviously we saw how it all went down. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's such a but weird balancing act. It is a weird balancing act and you can't, and you are kind of like, you know, you can't give too much to to each person. You have mm-hmm. to keep it. It's, it's just part of it. And for their sake, but then also because TV show, but I don't know. I just think it's weird that he hasn't told any of the other women or we haven't seen it but because they're saying it and he's yeah. not saying it back. He's kissing them. Mm-hmm. Usually at this point, he, they're at least saying it. They're not saying they're in love with you. They're saying mm-hmm. they're falling for you. Right. I, but, but do you think it's, can you chalk it up to the fact that he's never done this before? So he doesn't know what it feels like on the other side. Like he's just so yeah, like laser, lasered true. in on true. this one woman that he just, maybe. So I that makes know. it even more true. You yeah. know, like it's very obvious it's with Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, God, who, one of the hometown, he was dead in the eyes. I, Oh, I think it, it might have been Bree. I think it was Breeze. He was dead in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like there was, he was giving her nothing. Oh, back. yeah. She was saying it. She was there. He was kissing her, but there was nothing yeah. behind those eyes. It's all in the eyes, ladies. It truly is. I know I, the song says it's all in his kiss. It's not. It's in his eyes. Men can't hide it. They don't know how to. They don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to know. If he loves you sh- so, I almost said, sh- oh my God, this Bordeaux, I cannot handle it. If <laughs> you want to know if he loves you so, it's is it in his heart? Kiss. No. Isn't it, it's kiss? That's where it that, is. Yeah, they're oh. like, is it in his heart? Oh no. If you want to know if he loves you so, it's in his eyes. I think it's good. No, I know. I'm telling you, but it's really in his eyes. It's not in his kiss. It's in his eyes. Oh my gosh. So many people are going to write in and be like, no, these are the lyrics. Stop singing. They're going to be like, stop singing. Stop. Yeah. The more though that I feel like for the longest time, I couldn't tell what Matt James's type was. Like, who is he actually into? I mean, obviously we've talked about he's very into Rachel, but I think he's into, that's why I think he likes Serena P so much. It's it's like childlike in a way. Like their interaction, it's just so playful and lighthearted and fun that I think, and maybe, and also too, I don't know if that's like the best thing at this point for like a long lasting relationship, but that that's what I'm slowly learning about him is that he gravitates towards like the fun, giddy playfulness. Like we saw with him and, and Tyler Cameron, he always talks about how he loves to play pranks on people. And yeah, that was his be, favorite thing. Be surprised. So yeah, there just doesn't seem to be, I can't see him getting engaged at the end of this one, to be honest. Like it's, I can't see from where we are right now in the show, I c- more than ever, I can't mm-hmm. see him jumping to engagement. Mm-hmm. Like You watch other seasons, it's just a different feel. If this is your first season watching The Bachelor, then you don't know. But if you mm-hmm. watch other seasons, something's missing. Mm-hmm. And I just can't see him. Like, I can't. First of all, this has been a very long season. So thank you for bearing with us and staying with us through this through this long season, but something is off. I don't know what to, I, do you feel it? Something's missing that oh. he's not getting engaged at the end of this. No, I, I totally would agree with you. I can't, I cannot picture him getting down on one knee at the end of this, yeah. but that's what made it interesting when he went into the rose ceremony and he's just like, 
Serena P went home because she couldn't see an engagement. And that's what I'm looking for. So if you're going to accept this rose, just know that that's what's in mind, which we all know that's the premise of the show. That's why people come on is to potentially fall in love and, and get engaged. But that's where I was like, okay, are his words going to add up to his actions or is it going to be like, is it going to get down to the wire in that last day and be like, oh, now I, I have to actually him. put my money where my mouth is and <laughs> maybe I'm not quite ready. So yeah, I'm the Meryl Streep meme. We don't believe you. You know, <laughs> like I got my hands up to my face. I'm standing up. I'm like, I don't believe you at all at this yeah. point. Yeah, well, we'll, got a couple more weeks. Um, so, well, speaking of what we think is going to happen, uh, let's get into some predictions here, okay? Because, right. wait, let's do we do have it. predictions? Let's do it. Who do you think is top two are? Oh, yes. Um, as of right now, I'm going to say Rachel and Michelle. Because Serena's gone. Yeah, it's clearly Rachel. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, we already, we've, we've literally said it. We said he was dead in the eyes talking to Brie. Serena P eliminated himself. It's got to be Michelle mm-hmm. and uh, Rachel at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's it. That's right the top now. two. I mean, other predictions, Becca and I have already said, we don't think he's getting engaged. It's just too far of a leap. Something's lacking mm-hmm. here. Unless, unless something, we got, we got fantasy suites coming up. So unless something boom, bam happens in the boom, boom room, I'm not seeing it. What do you think, prediction for this one, what do you think makes him break down that we saw in the teaser when Chris comes I've said it before. I said he has not shown any emotion with these women. So it has to be something coming from the outside, in my opinion, that makes him break down. Because that's zero to 100. And we have not seen him show that type of, you know what I mean, feeling towards them. So something else, I don't know if it's mom, what, he has a brother, maybe his brother. I don't, I don't know. Something mm-hmm. else makes him break down that way. It's not these women. I have a feeling that it's going to happen in fantasy suites where one girl, because there's always somebody that gets so in their head and they're like, I can't imagine you being with anybody else. I have to leave or like is on the edge of being like, I, I, I can't do this. I got to see myself out. And that's what I think it might be. I just don't think he likes anybody enough to, to really break down, down that much. I didn't even believe the one tear. It wasn't even a tear. It was like wetness that was on his face after Serena P left. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the only one that could do it is maybe Rachel. Maybe Rachel. You're right. Cause mm-hmm. we know he likes her. Yeah. Um, yeah. D- is there anybody reading the do d- who couldn't read the room this week? I'm going to say Matt. Matt was Serena. Matt with Serena. Matt with Serena. When she's having that conversation after he met her family and she's trying to basically say like she's still kind of hesitant and is unsure. And he's like, just trust me. Just trust me. That's where I was like, Matt, get it together. She's mm-hmm. not that into you. Mm-hmm. We've all seen the movie. Mm-hmm. It so. was that it was that yoga day. I oh, yeah. I'm giving it to the skydiver professional who <laughs> fell on top of Rachel. Did he not look so young when they were sitting in the plane too? I looked at him and I was like, I don't think he's qualified to be doing this right now. Well, and it shows. I hope he's been benched, benched, suspended, license revoked. You know, I mean, it's it was it's not funny, but it's like she's giving the thumbs up. She's having the time of her life. She's like, Matt, I'm literally falling for you. And then the next thing they show is this man falling on top of her with his full weight. Sir, this is what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. How many planes have you jumped out of? How many times have you done this? My goodness, a, a show hired you to do your job and you failed. 
Well, you know, they um, could only have so many line. people in quarantine at Nemecolon, so they actually asked the chef to come fill in that day. Have you literally? <laughs> have you seen have you seen The Dark Knight Rises? No. <laughs> you you haven't? No. I'm not a big movie watcher. I'm not um, either. I am not either, but my god, Becca, if there's a trilogy <laughs> to watch, it's I've seen the, the Dark first Knight. One. It's The Dark Knight. No, it's The Dark Knight Begins, I think. Or something like something like that. And then okay. it's The Dark Knight and it's Dark, Dark Knight Rises. There's a point. Oh my gosh. When everybody thinks Batman's dead, I don't want to give too much away. And Alfred, the one who's been taking care of Batman ever since his parents were gunned down in the streets. And he says, you trusted me and I failed you. And I failed you. You trusted me. That was Rachel with the skydiving. That was the skydiving. She trusted you and you (laughs) failed her. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine though? Like, I, I've been skydiving before. And, Have you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love it. It's so fun. But but the landing, like, I mean, all you're supposed to really do is, like, stick up your legs and, you know, they'll land nice and smooth. But it, but it's not easy. But I cannot imagine. It, there was, like, there was not even legs up or anything. Like, the guy was just, like, straight roller, co- like, uh, <laughs> what is it called? Steam rolling down she there. She was, <laughs> he was okay, right? Like, he I think broke, so. she broke. He broke, no, she broke his fall. He landed on top of her to be okay. That is um, awful. Like this man needs to go back to training. I'm not quite sure. Let's not hire this company again. They should have brought in Dean for this one. Bring in the professionals, yeah. people. Did they sign disclaimers? You know, I'd be more than happy to represent you. <laughs> <laughs> Call my dear friend Rachel Lindsay, everybody. <laughs> Um, um, okay, somehow, I don't know, this was, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give this award as the most boring episode I've ever seen since I've been watching The Bachelor, and somehow we were still able to talk about this episode for over 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. That is what you call professionalism. Well, I also think um, you sing for about 20 minutes of it, so. I sang. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be back next week for more tunes. <laughs> Uh, everyone, please send in your karaoke re- request to Rachel. She will try to cover as many as she can. I will. Um, I will throw some in there as well. I will maybe bring out my tambourine, my harmonica, whatever you want. We will. We are here to entertain you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that is it. I'm very proud of us. I must say, I am very proud that we covered Absolutely. this episode. We um, did it. Honestly, though, I'm. I am looking forward to next week for Women Tell All because I feel like. Um, not even for the drama, but just to get into some more conversations about the women, their thoughts on what they, I I feel like what they lived through on the show versus what was portrayed. I think it's going to hopefully be one women to all that has a little bit more depth. Um, and from what we can take from the women that we've had on the podcast so far, it doesn't seem like it got crazy catty. It's just hopefully more insightful if anything else, which is Probably something very much needed at this time for Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. So you guys stay tuned for next week. We can't wait to have the Women to All episode. And while we've had the pleasure of speaking to some of the ladies from this season, we're eager to hear from some more who we haven't gotten to speak with yet. Yes. And next week, we are veering off the path. I know you guys, you come in, come here. I'll be honest. You don't want to hear Becca and I talk. We've seen your reviews. You want the guest. And we know there was no guest this week. But guess what we have next week? 
not a contestant on the show, not a former lead, not someone I I don't know if you've ever heard on your po- on a podcast, whatever it may be, where you listen to things. I don't know if you've ever heard from this person. So you're getting a Bachelor Happy Hour special here next week for Women Tell All to recap. We have a very special, very funny guest that we've really been waiting to have on this Mm -hmm. podcast for quite some time. And that is the hilarious, the talented Amy Schumer. That's right. (laughs) She's a huge fan of the show. She's been keeping up with all the drama this season. We're so, so, so excited to have her here on her take on everything that's gone down this season, but also the women tell all. You guys, mm-hmm. I don't know any other podcast that's bringing you guests like Amy Schumer. I'm going to brag on that for a second. True. Right, Becca? I cannot wait. I feel like I have to send her some Bordeaux before she hops on. But Do it. Like, I feel like I haven't been this excited to have a guest on since we did Listen to Your Heart when we had some awesome musical talent. So I can't wait to bring her yes. on. I feel like I'm just going to sit there and just like, La- I probably won't talk. I'll probably just laugh the entire time. So apologies in <laughs> advance, everyone. Um, but in the meantime, if you have any questions for her, please send them into us. You know where to find us. It's at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on both Facebook and Twitter. And always, as always, please don't forget to subscribe if you want to keep listening to us week by week. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening right now. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. 
There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 